Welcome to another edition of Down the HR Rabbit Hole, brought to you by Crescent HR and Crescent Payroll Solutions. My name is Sanders Offner. I am the president of CPS. Uh, once again, we're very excited about today's podcast. Very relevant, considering uh, what we just went through with Hurricane Ida, big storm there. Um, amazing content. We hope that the listeners today really walk away with um, some great ideas if they are not doing this in their business. And for those that are, maybe uh, we can enhance that for you. So uh, before we do introduce our special guest, who is also a client, I, I want to introduce Philip Carrillo, who is our HR advisor for Crescent HR. Welcome. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much. And as always, I'm thrilled to be here. Excellent. So, uh, Philip, please introduce our special guest. Today, we have a client and friend. His name is Kenny Grayson of Grayson Data Services, and he will tell you a little bit about himself. Uh, so it's real simple. My name is Kenny. I'm just a normal IT guy. I do try to be an IT person that you can talk to, not one that should be locked in a closet with no windows. Uh, but other than that, I Google like everybody else does. Good. <laughs> I love that. You know, Kenny, um, uh, tell me about, you know, your background. Where are you from? You know, where'd you grow up? Uh, so I grew up in Denham Springs. I uh, lived next to a cow pasture. Literally did not have a computer till my senior year of high school. I uh, don't really know how I managed to do that. But uh, tore it apart one day. My parents said, if you don't fix it by the time we get home from work, it's going in the trash. Realized, hey, I like this. And it's air conditioned. That was the big key factor. It's air conditioned. And decided I'm gonna give this a shot. Went to college, studied robotics, did a little AI. Don't like AI that much. That was that was a little difficult. Um, cut my teeth managing uh, as a managed service provider, working for Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies like hospitals, power companies, and realized that I want to have weekends. So started to work for myself and and met Philip along the way, and everything's been good to go. <laughs> Excellent. That that. Uh that story sounds very similar. So um, lastly, tell me, what is Grayson Data? What do you do for businesses? You know, if someone's listening, how can you help them? Uh, so I don't know if it's good or bad, but we try to do everything. Um, unfortunately, sometimes that's not good. But uh, we do write software for people. We also do the normal managed services as far as security, uh, security testing, forensics. And even just simple help desk work down to migrate my data to the cloud or another data center or uh, even it just being make them more mobile, especially nowadays, more mobile. So. Excellent. Philip, why don't you um, why don't you tell the audience what our topic of the day is? Yeah. And we can certainly just go right into some some great content. So today is all about getting good at business continuity. And if you're good at business continuity, your business will weather any storm. That's the idea. And so. Um, as we all know, as you said in the intro, Ida happened just a few weeks ago, and so our audience, who are largely in the greater New Orleans area, should be very familiar with why this is such a of-the-moment um, uh, episode for us. And so today, um, I thought that we would talk with Kenny, because Kenny is in an, another um, essential business. There was no way that Kenny could have shut down. Kenny supports many dozens and dozens of businesses out there, and um, they're depending on him to maintain their flow of business, uh, similarly to how Crescent Payroll Solutions is depended on by our many hundreds of clients. And so um, the first thing that I wanted to ask today is um, actually of you, Sanders, is why are we even talking about business continuity? I've given a little bit of an overview of that, but um, this is important for more reasons than just IDA. It is. So, you know, when, when a business really needs to consider a, a business continuity plan, 
one of the things that they really have to look at outside of a, of a hurricane, since we're in Hurricane Alley, is, you know, what is a storm? A storm could be Hurricane Ida. A storm could be cybersecurity, employee theft. There's a slew of things that can really dismantle and handicap a business. So the business continuity plan not only helps you prepare, obviously, for many of the things that, that you can help a business with, Kenny, but what if that storm happens? Do you have a plan in place to be able to still continue to run your business? I know for, for Crescent Payroll Solutions and obviously for Grace and Data Services, we are an essential business. So I know for CPS, we still have clients that need to process payroll. We've got clients spread out all across the U.S. that obviously were not just here in the New Orleans area. So we had to have a plan in place, which is obviously tried and true. We've tested this, um, you know, it was important that we put this together many years ago for this exact type of thing to happen. Um, and that has really helped us really not miss a beat. Um, now, I will say this. Um, without great employees, you cannot do these things anyway. So I think, uh, I know, Kenny, you probably have great employees. Uh, I know we, we do here at Crescent. So you still have to have people to be able to perform the function. So um, I like the idea of having a, a fantastic business continuity now, for two reasons. Number one, to protect my own business. Number two, to protect our clients. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're here to do. That's excellent. Um, I love to hear that allusion to great employees. And great employees don't happen by magic, nor does a business continuity plan happen by magic. And so um, <coughs> we can talk a little bit about all of the things that you can do to prep and to make sure that your workforce is ready and reliable and so forth. Um, <coughs> And, and all of that is super relevant. And part of that for an HR professional and anyone in operations really is to consider how on earth are our people gonna function? It's so electronic, this world these days. And there are some businesses that aren't. They're retail businesses. You know, um, if they don't have an online presence, then they're kind of SOL <laughs> in, that, in that instance. But the great fortune for um, how the how commerce has evolved in the last 10, 15 years really is to, is that so much is in the cloud. And so if I'm a business or an HR person and I'm trying to help my business prep and plan uh, for the next disaster, whatever that is, COVID, storm, you know, a cyber threat of some sort, which we're hearing rumblings of, then I'm gonna call Kenny. And why would I call you? What could you do for me in this instance? You should call me because I'm awesome. And I'm just fun to talk to. And like I said, I'm an IT guy that isn't gonna be locked in with no windows. I. I like to go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but no, all jokes aside, like, uh, as you mentioned, business continuity is not just about Ida. It's about cyber. It's about normal disasters. It's about bad employees who just go around and delete a bunch of junk and say, I quit because you didn't give me a raise. Like, it's, it's about everything. So as far as continuity goes, you, you really need to look at how you can fail over and how you can fail back. Those are the two things. Or, or just operate in a, operating in a full hybrid model where – you do exist in two places at the same time. So if the left half of the United States goes offline, the right half is still active and vice versa. But I mean, that's a little on the extreme side, but you should you should reach out to at least have the conversation of how do we operate in this mobile first world? Because it, it is mobile first world. There's no one is actively looking to be stuck in one location anymore. So Kenny, to, you know, if there's a business uh, owner listening or there's a, an HR manager, HR director, and maybe they're uh, they're a little bit worried that they don't have an ironclad business continuity plan. You know, 
I know one of the things one of the things that, that Philip is doing with with our Crescent HR division is he's going in and if they have a BCP in place, he's he's really auditing that and, and you know making sure that he, he tested and make sure that if, if these things happens these would work great. But I have a sneaky feeling that many businesses are not a hundred percent prepared with something like this. So, you know, based on your experience, you know, with some of your clients, do you find that 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 many of them are ready? You know, or they are, are they not? I, I think that a lot of people think they're ready, uh, honestly. And some people are. Uh, we do come into clients and we're like, wow, that's that's actually very impressive. Uh, we have others, just like you said, with, with y'all's continuity plan, you test it. You, most people are like, that. this should work, and they've never tested it until a hurricane comes or until a drive fails or until they rely on that backup that they've never checked for four years. And we honestly, this is a dumb story, but we had a client that, that had a backup. It was an old school backup. They were taking tapes home, which that's how old it was. The tape drive backup was not connected to the server. They were taking empty tapes home for years and did not know it. Wow. So devastating. So let me, <laughs> I, I, but that's a good point, Kenny. So in terms of testing, you know, is that, is, should that be part of the HR strategy? Absolutely. Is, hey, we, we need to pretend like something like this happened and let's take the next two days and let's go mobile and let's test all these functions. But in order to do that, you've got to have a good standard operating procedure. You've got to have someone that can help ar be the architect of what that looks like. So, you know, Philip, I'm gonna pivot to you. Um, with, with our clients or with businesses that you've worked with in the past, what are, what are some of the things that you, as an HR professional, if you were, if you were running a business, what, what are you, what's, what's scaring you about this? And, and why should this be almost as important? Because you're managing people, right? The people are going to help continue to run your business besides using the technology to leverage that. But what does HR need to do? Well, so the one thing that you cannot always predict is people behavior, human behavior. And so to the extent that HR can anticipate how things can go, all the better. And so in any kind of, so essentially every initiative that an HR person wants to bring about in, in any kind of business, if you're a consultant for multiple businesses or for their individual business if they're inside, is it's, you could consider it a change management initiative. Um, and so a change management process always looks like you do some planning then you do some forecasting, then you do some presentation to leaders and you get buy-in, and then you start actually implementing and doing the change work, and then you go into a project management phase. And importantly, once everything has been implemented and you've rolled it out, <coughs> right before you've rolled it out, um, you're gonna do a test phase, and it's part of what is called continuous improvement. And so if you're really doing a formal process of change, um, you're going to insist that you don't really know how well something will operate when you most need it aka in a disaster unless you've gone through that testing phase and so in continuous improvement you're going to test it you're going to go back and you're going to look at the various flaws that happened or the various fails that failures that occurred and you're going to address all of those and you're going to go and retest it until the process just works smoothly and in our case um, in the last year that i've been at um, crescent payroll solutions we've had well, now three hurricanes and uh, one pandemic. <laughs> so there's been a, a tremendous amount of kind of natural testing, whether that was um, part of the plan or not. And very fortunately, 
for us, um, we work very technology forward, and we had the ability to um, work remotely or to how whatever the, the the various challenges that came our way, we were able to work remotely. So let me back up to the the whole idea of how do you manage your employees through something like that. It starts with knowing what your business does, mapping that to what the individual employee does, what you expect out of those employees. That goes to job descriptions. That goes to a workforce plan. And, it, and then you go from there to how you're going to mitigate your risk. And mitigation of risk looks like policies, your handbook. Um, it looks like uh, also partly your job descriptions and then also your talent management. And so if you have managers who are always thinking and anticipating problems and, uh, and challenges that are just inevitable in life and in business, you're going to, and you're having good communications with those managers, you're gonna hopefully have a recurrent theme in your business management meetings where people are discussing these things. And so long-winded, but it boils down to planning, thinking, and doing and testing. So if you surveyed 10, 10 of our clients or, or any or 10 businesses, you know, I would envision just like we have here, we've got a checklist. If this hap this happens, these people do this, these people do that, and we've got a plan in place. Yeah. Do you think that the the checklist of job responsibility is something that not only should be written down but published? Yes. That is primacy. So um, you can't have any expectation of any employee without letting them know what your expectation is. You, you really, it's unreasonable to think that any employee could operate or function without a, a job description or without a, a clear map for what they're supposed to do in certain kinds of instances or situations. Um, so every day, um, you know, you can, you can be looking at your documentation as a, not just what you're doing or how your employees are performing, but a roadmap for where you're going to go and how you're going to behave in any kind of situation. Sure. Kenny, I got a question for you. Could a business, in theory, if they wanted to test their business continuity, and this is just my naivety, not knowing what you do, or, or the technology side of things, but can I continue to operate my business as I normally would, but then uh, in, a, in a second instance, remote uh, working a, like a remote hybrid to still be able to test it without di you know having dysfunction in, in the day-to-day -day of, of the business? It's actually very easy to do. It is. Yeah, so whether you're a, a physical environment that is possibly virtualized, you can spin up an isolated virtual on the same physical hardware. That way you, you understand how that's going to work in your DR location. Or you can leverage the cloud now. And uh, what's great about leveraging the cloud or, or another co-located data center is you especially since the internet is so fast nowadays for such affordable price, you can actually have a group of tests, like employees, go log in and test and run sample data that's, that's as close to real time as you can get. And then the great thing is, so it's not just about being able to fail over to a location, you have to also plan to fail back to your location. That's, that's where people don't always think about. So you, you also have to make sure you can back up and record the changes that are in a DR location for example, let's say you do run, your, your building burns down and you run out of a DR location for three or four months while they rebuild another location. You have to be able to back up that DR location and restore it to your primary location. Most of the time that's easier said than done, but uh, as long as you have the proper tools in place before the disaster occurs, it's very easy to do, especially with the cloud. Um, for example, Microsoft, you can actually 
get your physical server or our virtual, it doesn't matter, and sync it with the cloud and have it in such a way that when your physical building goes down, it automatically fails over to the one in the cloud. It's, it's much easier now as long as you do it beforehand. That's interesting. I didn't even think about the concept of what happens when you come back. Yeah, most people don't. No. <laughs> That that's that's the, and that's part of business continuity that that business owners have to be thinking about. Um, so, Philip, let me let me let's talk about uh, the the people side of 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 where we're going with this business continuity. You know, I think one of the things that um, the iSolve technology for us that has been, you know, really good is that if you know if any of our clients are affected by this ac across the country, um, and they are displaced. The technology has evolved to a point where it allows employees of an organization to communicate with each other through that technology. Um, but at the same time, it allows the HR administrators to be able to continue to engage with their employees, which we all know helps with employee retention. Um, that's a key part of the technology that we, we provide to our clients. Um, talk to me more about if, if I'm a business owner I'm doing things old school. I, I have a manual HR process. I have been thinking about doing something like this, mm -hmm. moving to this cloud-based technology. Um, where, what should what should I be thinking of? What's step one? You know, as I'm, you know, kind of vetting this. If I'm if if I'm in your shoes. Wow. Um, well, there, you know, the, that kind of transition is a sea change for a business. Um, you know, ideally, when you're changing from manual, physical, paper type business process and going to a cloud process there's a cultural shift that has to happen there is, there are major communications plans there is tr there's training that's involved you can't just anticipate or expect that your employees will know how to just meander over into a, a electronic world virtual world on their own um, it's going to take some hand holding it's a big initiative um, but it's worth endeavoring into and i think that the businesses who are not cloud-based in the greater New Orleans area this week and in the last few weeks have really felt that pain if they're they're not so electronic. So um, you mentioned it, you already said, the major ch hurdle there is about communications. Um, if you're trying to transition, data can be migrated over by the experts, that's one thing, but your employees are gonna need to know exactly how, how they're gonna make that change with you. And a lot of that has to do with training, like I said, but also, um, how you put it, you have to get buy-in. There's going to be resistance no matter what. In any change management initiative, employees will resist. And so you have to um, have a sensitivity to that resistance and also um, a sensibility about how you win friends and influence people <laughs> and get them on board. That's true. You know, you know, Kenny, you, we were talking about this earlier. You know, I think for you, um, um, you're, you're an entrepreneur, you're running a business, you're very good at what you do. Um, the last thing you want to do is ha is have to fool with the HR side of your business or, or, or getting your payroll done and, and, and helping manage your employees. You know, how how impactful has something like Crescent HR been to your business and giving you that peace of mind to be able to continue to run full steam ahead with, you know, bringing in money to your business without having the headache of dealing with what should I do with my people? Oh, you nailed it. It's the headache. I, I like people. I mean, that's all great. But as far as the HR standpoint, I've just buried my head in the sand and 
did what I thought I had to do, and then I reached out to you guys and realized, oops, I should have done significantly more. And and that's where Philip has stepped in, and he's he's guided me through the whole process, and uh, not not in such a way where I felt like, oh man, how did I ever do this? I, I've messed up so bad. In such a way that was just like, look, in order to continue to do this, this is the correct way, and it's not in HR speak. That that was the biggest thing. I, I don't I don't. It's just like if I rattle off code to you, it's right. not you're not gonna get it. It's gonna get done, but you're not happy. That was the biggest difference at going with Crescent. It's uh, teaching me what I didn't know I needed. This is the big thing. Very good, very good. Well, um, we're gonna wrap up here, but before we do that, you know, um, for if you're listening, um, if you're if you're a client of ours, or you're a, a business or an HR professional, and you're worried about your BCP and and how your technology, your IT infrastructure has got to be positioned to be able to help facilitate this. You know, how can someone get a hold of Kenny? You know, Kenny, if you don't mind, you know, email address, phone number, website. How how can how can someone reach out to you? So all of the above. Uh, uh, the phone number would be five zero four five nine five one five seven nine, and then the email. The easiest way is just to email support at Grayson, G-R-A-Y-S-O-N-D-S for dataservice.com. And someone will reach out and, and, and we come visit you for free. We talk to you, we, we actually do a free CIO review where we look at all of your IT, your pain points, and we wanna know where you wanna go in the future. And, and all of this is free for us to talk to you and just make sure you are positioned to where you want to be in the future. If you use this, great. If you don't use this, that's fine too. Excellent. Well, look, we want to thank you for, for joining us today. I know, you, I know you're very busy. Um, we felt like we had to kind of pull this together pretty quickly. So we appreciate your, your flexibility of coming in and, and, and talking about business continuity and how your, the, the things that you do complement the services that we offer from a, an HR technology standpoint. Um, so, again, thank you very much for, for, for coming in and, and joining us today. So um, that's going to wrap up our, our latest edition of, of Down the HR Rabbit Hole. Thank you all for, for listening in. If, if you found that the content was really good, we, we hope that you tune in for more episodes. We definitely plan to have more content like this that's relevant to the, the HR and the, and the business community. So everyone have a good night, and thank you. <laughs>